Hello, good night, ladies and gentlemen. Um, welcome to the Pretty and Petty Mixed Up Show. Um, tonight I come to you around to discussion about a topic that is um, kind of a strong topic. It's um, about rape and forgiveness and stepping out of the flesh and trying to walk into the spirit. And um, it's it's occurring more um, than we know, and women are still not speaking out about it. And if they are, it's only among friends. Like they don't um, go to authority because they still, at this point, feel nothing is going to be done because we live in a very male dominant society and it's sad to say but that's just kind of what's being shown and reflected and um, I had a couple of ladies that was talking to me about um, their experience and um, one of them um, um, and she had went on to say that uh, she think that something happened in his childhood and he never wanted to get therapy to deal with it um, she also thinks that's why so many violent crimes are by men, because it stems from unsolved hurt. And I, I can contest and agree to that. I think a lot of men hold so much in and they don't speak about a lot of things that they're going through. Or and sometimes they're married to a woman that they're unable to show the pain that they once had, which is kind of weird because when you marry that person, you were supposed to be marrying your better half. But I feel these are my personal thoughts that a lot of men settle and a lot of women settle or because they grew up in a Christian background or a traditional religious background, they got married, but never truly really um, getting to know the person. So they're not able to speak upon those things. And a lot of married men or would be the men that create a lot of rape as well. And um, it's also um, they become very evil and they become very mean and they stop loving themselves and they stop loving other people and they tend to act out on what they're going through or what they've been through, which is a lot what happens when if you ever watch Criminal Minds, um, you often become what you hate. And forgiveness is the key. And so many people don't realize that when you're forgiving someone else, you're also forgiving yourself, forgiving them power to hold you bound and bondage in that situation and not being able to birth and blossom out of it. Um, there was a show that I watched the other day, and it was, uh, I think, Queer or Queer Eye for Straight Guy or Fat Five. It was, you know, a show that's been in rotation that I didn't really know that was still on, and I we um, watched it, and it was a young man that didn't, you know, care for life. You know, he just knew he was going to die at 21, and he just lived a reckless life, and he just, you know, did it to the fullest. Because the statistics for male men of color is 
under 25. It really is like 21. So the fact that he's living this way and make it to 24 and then get shot two days after his 24th birthday. And now he's wheelchair bound and, you know, you go into depression, but he found a pinpoint to pull himself through. And it was because of bodybuilding, but because he never truly forgave the person, you could still see that he was still hurt seven years later because of the difficulties that he still um, having to deal with being wheelchair bound. And once he forgave the person, you could see the lift off of his shoulder. You could almost see him in a new light. You know, some people, you know, speak about, um, you know, baptism and stuff. And sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it's not really the water. It's the fact that he died of his flesh to walk in the spirit. And he even said that, you know, because of his situation, he was able to look at life a different way. You know, not saying people go out and get shot, you know, but you have to take a leap. You have to take a nosedive of change. You have to go into forgiveness. And when you do that, you stop giving people power. So with these men out here that are raping women and controlling women and belittling women and disrespecting women, I personally feel that there are things within themselves they have yet to fix and resolve. And, you know, we always want to go to our homies for therapy. But even then, you don't want to tell people like there's some things that people are afraid of telling anyone that they know, you know, their peers. So I recommend therapy or going to someone that you may not see ever again. Like you probably build a bond and a friendship with the person, but at some point you're going to have to cut it off. So you would never see them again. You could probably, if you live in one town, find a therapist that's in another town, you know? So you won't really have to ever see them. And it's almost like you're telling your life story to a stranger to get all of that off. And men are one of the biggest people to me that hold so much in, you know? They're constantly being belittled and, 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 and they're having to be strong and they're having to put so much on their shoulder and they never release it. So because of that, they act out and they never give that five to 10 second rule of pause. Let me think about this situation. Let me reevaluate this situation. And when they don't do that, they often hurt people that had no intentions on hurting them. You know, it's 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 just one of them things when you don't really love yourself. Um, I think it's an easy way to be easy to others. Um, and uh, almost often um, when they have erectile dysfunctional dysfunction, they will do those type of, of acts to get off because they, for some reason, don't think that they can be in a relationship. I almost, um, I, I think I heard about a guy that he was always having women thrown at him. So he wasn't getting hard anymore. He wasn't, he couldn't have an erection. So he began raping women because he was just so used to women just throwing himself at 
at him. So that wasn't turning him on anymore. That's just, we're such a dysfunctional society of people that we don't even know what's right anymore at all. And, you know, now we're doing the sex trafficking because we want to sleep with little children or rape with children because you're a grown man who can't get your penis up. Like, it's 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 so crazy that when you look at these shows, women are often treated as nothing, as specs, as um, less than the horse or the car or the materialistic things. When we are the birthright to your life and we never get treated in a way that's supposed to be treated like true royalty. I I truly, honestly believe that not because I'm a woman, because I love men. I think they're one of the most sexiest things that God put on earth and they're phenomenal when they want to be. But I really, truly don't think men take the time out to realize that we are their birthright. You know, it's given to God, to them. But if it's not poured into us, it just cannot happen. And maybe because they don't, you know, really take care of their kids. I I don't know. But to be honest, um... The, the the seed of a child is more of the man than the woman, and not a lot of men think about that. But if it wasn't for that woman also, you wouldn't be able or capable to rape the women that you're raping. It's just a lot of change needs to take in place. And I think um, these court systems need to reevaluate. Instead of they trying to test some crazy person for shooting up a building, um, they need to analyze why this person just decided to rape this individual. You know, when they get these sex trafficking people, what happened in your life that made you do what you're doing now? And then they put that on the news and talk about it and discuss it and keep it in rotation and keep it in rotation so that we can hear it. And when we're out on dates, we can pinpoint and needle eye well, this person just might rape me or little conversations because a person can't hide their stripes for so long. And maybe we as women need to stop being so eager and throwing our bodies at them. You know, it's it's a no gray area. It's, it's black and white. But that's just kind of like a topic I just wanted to talk about, about just what in you makes you want to decide to rape and molest another human being it's it's so many many people out here that are doing it so many people that are out here doing it and it it really needs to stop because it's fucking up everybody's livelihood like it's not really the crime rate sex is one of the things that when you rape or molest a person at a very young age it fucks their whole life up forever And we need to start throwing some acid on it and burning it out completely.
but that is my topic conversation. I know it's late. I just had to get it off my chest. I hope you call in if you've ever been in a situation like that. What did you do? How did you handle it? What was the steps? And men, I really would love, you know, we ain't got to never see each other. We ain't got to ever even know each other names. Um, what initially were the things that make you even want to think or thought about doing something in that nature? Um, for me, my, my, I, I've been molested. I've been raped. Um, I've been through a lot and I did a lot of forgiveness and soul searching. And I, I also, um, do therapy. I must, I've done two therapies to get over, you know, this problem that occurred when I was a child. So I could stop being angry with men and, you know, blaming my adult surrounding them not protecting me. And it helped. It, it helped me a lot. So I be, can be able to speak to other people about what happened and finding better ways of fixing it instead of letting it continually be a merry-go-round. Y'all have a great night.